Welcome, friends. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The God of creation makes us one in the body of Christ. Let us join hearts and voices in praise of the Lord. The God of Christ makes us one in the Holy Spirit. And so because of that, we rejoice, we sing, we give praise to God for his great glory. And as we consider that glory, we come with boldness and confidence to the throne of grace, confessing our sins to the Lord. Let us pray. Gracious God, you have called us to be a new community in Christ. And yet, we remain divided. Forgive us our fear, anxiety, prejudice, and misunderstandings. Strengthen our common bonds and deepen our resolve to promote the unity of your church. Amen. Hear the good news, people of God. All of us together have received God's mercy in Christ. In Christ we are forgiven, redeemed, and made to be a community united in faith. Thanks be to God. And may the peace of Christ be with you, my friends. We freely extend that peace. And on this World Communion Sunday, we want to make sure that we are at peace with one another because we are all connected as believers in Jesus throughout the whole world, no matter who we are, where we live, in what Christian tradition we might happen to be in. I'm going to read something for you from my own particular Christian tradition, the Reformed tradition. And this comes from the Heidelberg Catechism, question and answer 54. Question, what do you believe concerning the Holy Catholic, that is, small c, uh, the church that is united, that is what Catholic means, the Holy Catholic, what do you believe concerning the Holy Catholic Church? And the answer, I believe that the Son of God, through his Spirit and Word, out of the entire human race, from the beginning of the world to its end, gathers, protects, and preserves for himself a community chosen for eternal life and united in true faith. And of this community, I am, I am and always will be a living member. Amen. We are approaching God's word now. And as we do that, <clears throat> we always need help in hearing the word and putting it into practice. So let's ask, ask for God's help. Oh God, pour out your spirit on us as your word is proclaimed, so that we may be faithful to our calling and desirous of your communion through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I'm reading for you from the Psalms, and this is Psalm 78, verses 1 to 4, and verses 12 to 16. Hear God's word for us today. My people hear my teaching. Listen to the words of my mouth. 
I will open my mouth with a parable. I will utter hidden things, things from of old, things we have heard and known, things our ancestors have told us. We will not hide them from their descendants. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. He did miracles in the sight of their ancestors, in the land of Egypt, in the region of Zoan. He divided the sea and led them through. He made the water stand up like a wall. He guided them with the cloud by day and with light from the fire all night. He split the rocks in the wilderness and gave them water as abundant as the seas. He brought streams out of a rocky crag and made water flow down like rivers. This is God's word for us today. Thanks be to the Lord. Every day without fail, uh, for many, many years, I read in the biblical Psalms. There are two reasons why I do this. First, the Psalms, I believe, along with what Dietrich Bonhoeffer said many years ago, the Psalms are the church's prayer book. They are more than reading material. The Psalms are designed to be owned by us as our own prayers. And the second reason is, I just need their reminders <laughs> a lot. Remembering is a major theme throughout the entirety of Holy Scripture. It's just part of the human condition, fallen as and forgetful as we tend to be, to lose sight of what has taken place in the past. Today's psalm invites us to seek the Lord through remembering all the good and wonderful works God has done. For Israel, remembering meant continually having the events of Passover in front of them. God redeemed the ancient Israelites out of Egyptian slavery and into a good promised land. They were to never forget God's miracle through the Red Sea, God's protection over them from the other nations, and God's provision of food and necessities in the desert. We are to remember because we are made in God's image and likeness. God remembers. God has an ongoing reminder in uh, the divine day timer or day planner. And the reminder is this, fulfill the promises I made and keep the covenant I initiated with the people. Even when they're stinkers and forget who I am and what they are supposed to be about. As old as God is, there is no danger of the Lord getting some sort of divine dementia. God does not forget. The Lord always keeps promises made to people. For the Christian, all God's promises are remembered and fulfilled in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Deliverance from sin, death, and hell, the gift of the Holy Spirit, and ongoing presence and provision are given to us graciously and freely by the God who loves and cares for us. For Christians, remembering means coming to the Lord's table, entering the once-for-all loving sacrifice of Christ on our behalf. 
we remember the past action of the cross, the once-for-all sacrifice of Jesus for all the world. We are mindful of Christ's continuing presence now in the person of the Holy Spirit, and remembering these things helps us to look forward with confidence when the Lord shall return, and we will eat with him at a grand heavenly banquet table. One of the reasons that I do this, uh, I preach, I write, I read scripture, I talk about scripture, I proclaim scripture, uh, and one of the major reasons I do that is to remember myself. Sometimes I forget. There are times when I'm overwhelmed with life and it feels as if God has forgotten me. In such times, I look back into my journal and I see what God has done. And I peer into the Psalms and see that the Creator God is active in the big created world, always attentive to working what is just right and good, bending twisted circumstances and the evil machinations of this world back toward the great arc of love. Psalm 78 is designed to recall historical events for, frankly, the theological education of uh, the original hearers, the Israelites, and for ourselves now and for the next generations. Through passing on eventful stories from the past to future generations, God's people continue to remember and realize the incredible action of God in the world. In recalling stories of care and deliverance, God's commandments are kept. We can't keep commandments that we don't realize are there. Putting trust in the powerful and benevolent God of all brings assurance. It brings encouragement. Using the Psalms as a means of Recollecting past events is a wise way of edifying God's people and living into the command of the law. As the Israelites were about to enter the promised land, Moses restated the law for them and then said, and this is from uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verses 1 to 12. These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear, Israel, and be careful to obey, so that so that it may go well with you, and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts, Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home 
and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. When the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you a land with large, flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Since psalms are meant to be recited repeatedly throughout one's spiritual life, doing so inoculates worshipers from faithless rebellion, and it counteracts the temptation toward trusting in idols. It's a preservative which gives life and purpose and wholeness and integrity. Regular spiritual consumption of the Psalms provides a pattern of instruction which molds and maintains the soul so that when hard situations arise, when they come, not if, but when, the supports are there, the foundation is there to hold us up under the adversity. The life that is truly life and the life of those who will come after us happens through intentional remembrance and learning. Today's psalm is a fitting invitation to set our hope in God, remember God's wonderful works, and keep God's commands. Let's pray. O God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, give us strength to live another day. Let us not turn coward before its difficulties or prove recreant to its duties. Let us not lose faith in other people. Keep us sweet and sound of heart in spite of ingratitude, treachery, or meanness from others. Preserve us from minding little stings or giving them. Help us to keep our hearts clean and to live so honestly and fearlessly that no outward failure can dishearten us or take away the joy of conscious integrity. Open wide the eyes of our soul that we may see the good in all things. Grant us this day some new vision of your truth. Inspire us with the spirit of joy and gladness and make us the cup of strength to suffering souls. In the name of our Deliverer, Jesus Christ, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we offer all of this and all the prayers of our heart in Jesus Christ and through Jesus Christ, in whose name we are bold to pray and who's taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. I look forward to being with you again. And as we go out into the world, as we observe creation, as we interact with others, we do so with the blessing of God. And so remember now this blessing from the Lord. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship and the encouragement of the Holy Spirit be with you all, now and forever. Amen. Go in peace, brothers and sisters, to remember and to serve the Lord. Amen. <laughs>